2: And welcome back in the third and final hour of the program here on Monday, July 3rd. And that means it's, you know, it's 4th of July weekend for a lot of you, but we're here for you today, even if you have the day off. We'll have the day off tomorrow. We'll have some great syndicated programming for you during the day tomorrow. But uh, for today, we will be here. Marcus and Chris will be coming up after this program, and they're going to have their 4th of July spectacular. Then, of course, we will have. Bill O'Reilly. After that, Brian Thomas is going to be in for Barry Richard today and then later on this evening after Howie Carr, we will have the best of Howie because uh, Jessica Machado is on vacation this week. So uh, we'll have the best of Howie for you all this week in the evening but we will have everybody coming back during the day on Wednesday and we'll have a lot to discuss. I am sure and now we'll, right now I think that, um, you know, a lot of people are taking this week off. There's a lot of people that are on vacation. There's a lot of people who are maybe doing a staycation. They took the week off and they're thinking to themselves, ah, I'm going to stay home. I'm going to just do some stuff around the house. I'm going to do some stuff, you know, do some shopping. Yesterday I spent the day giving my bathroom a deep clean and it needed it, you know, because when you're busy and you're running around, you might do that like surface clean spray it down with some of the the tub and tile cleaner and wipe it down and say, all right, that'll get me by. That'll get me by. But I did like the whole scrub down, scrub the floors. I have a, um, there's like a bunch of drawers in there and cleaned out, you know, took all the stuff out of the drawers, wiped out the drawers. Because after a while you just, you know, you got to get every, every nook and cranny, every corner. So I took care of that yesterday, tomorrow I'll probably do a big living room cleanup. I had cleaned off my TV, just wiped my TV with some screen wipes. And I couldn't believe how dirty and dusty the screen was. So said, what? How, how am I able to see the TV through all of that? But I also, you know, I, I did treat myself on Friday. As I mentioned, I went out and saw Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And I recommend it. If you're an Indiana Jones fan, I recommend it. If you're not an Indiana Jones fan, I don't think you'll like the movie as much. If you haven't seen the other films, I don't think you'll like the movie as much. You know, it definitely has a a tie-in to all of the other films. And and so, you, you know, the, the, the working knowledge of Indiana Jones and his story and his history will make the movie more enjoyable if you have all that. So maybe... Maybe do a watch of all the films before you go and see. Them. I would even, you even have to kind of see Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. But I did see some complaints and I, no spoilers, no spoilers here. But I did see some some complaints from people who said, you know, I had to suspend belief for the ending of this movie. But I was willing to do that. And all, all I say is, really? Like, you thought that the ending was fantastical. The, the end of every Indiana Jones movie is fantastical. That's kind of the point of them. They all have a supernatural element to them, or, you know, some, some sort of suspension of belief element to them. So, you, you, you need to know that going into any Indiana Jones movie, not just this one. I mean, spoiler alert Raiders of the Lost Ark, the ark melts everybody. Spoiler alert, Temple of Doom, a guy can rip people's hearts out. Spoiler alert, Last Crusade, there's a Knight Templar still alive, protecting the Holy Grail. Spoiler alert, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, aliens. (laughs) So, I mean, we're talking about a history of there's always a bit of a fantasy ending uh, when it comes to these movies. But anyway, I think that you will enjoy it. And it is certainly the perfect summer popcorn flick. And I, I I think I saw Kingdom. Yeah, I saw Kingdom of the Crystal Skull in the theaters, but I don't think I saw any other Indiana Jones movie in the theater. Raiders, I was too young. Temple of Doom. I don't think anybody in my family would have wanted to go out and see an Indiana Jones movie, but me. And even then, I was I was still pretty young. And then last Crusade, I just never made it made it to the movies to see that. That was, that was the summer of 1989, which to me is still the greatest movie summer of all time. Of course, that's the summer that Batman came out. but let me just give you some of the highest grossing films of, of, of 1989's summer season. Batman, number one. Indiana Jones, number two. Lethal the Weapon 2, number three. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Ghostbusters 2. Dead Poets Society. When Harry Met Sally. Parenthood. Field of Dreams. Turner and Hooch. Star Trek V. The Final Frontier. See No Evil, Hear No Evil. The Karate Kid Part 3. The Abyss. License to Kill. Canine, which Canine and Turner and Hooch were essentially the same movie. Uncle Buck. Pet Cemetery, Weekend at Bernie's. And Roadhouse. That was the top. 20 movies of the summer in terms of domestic box office. I mean, what a year that is just there. But then we get into some of the later films. They had reissued Peter Pan, the Disney Peter Pan, Do the Right Thing, Lock Up, A Nightmare on Elm Street, The Dream Child, Major League, No Holds Barred, still the best Hulk Hogan movie, I think. Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, not the best ride of the 13th movie. Rain Man, Great Balls of Fire, Casualties of War, Pink Cadillac, Young Einstein, The Dream Team, Renegades, Cheetah, Say Anything, Scandal, Shag, Sex, Lies, and Videotape, Criminal Law, and I'll just... Well, I mean, every every, every time I keep going, there's another classic. UHF, The Weird Al Movie, Let It Ride, Twins, which might be the lowest... Oh, then, you know why it's, it's so low? is because it came out in December of the year before. So by the summer of... Eighty nine, it was, yeah, not a, not a huge, uh, huge moneymaker, but I mean, come on. The summer of 1989, still the best movie summer of all time. Nobody will ever change my mind on that. I mean, you had Oscar winners, you had outright classics, you had huge sequels, you had blockbusters. And here I was a kid with no pocket money to go to the movies. Nobody that wanted to take me to the movies. So I had to wait for all of that to come out on video. Thank goodness my classmate in my sixth grade class at uh, Oak Ridge Elementary School in Sandwich owned a video store. Our family owned a video store. So that, that helped us out in getting, you know, movies. When they would say, we don't put them on hold, but they would put them on hold for us. 508-996-0500. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. So going back to this Christmas tree shop story. I can't believe how many Christmas tree shop super fans there are. I can't believe how many people are devastated by this news. I, people who probably suspected it was coming when the bankruptcy announcement came out back in May. But were trying to fool themselves into thinking, oh, they'll find a way through it. It's the Christmas tree shop. They've been around. For over 50 years, they're going to always be around. Well, doesn't look like it. And we were talking earlier about how this is symbolic of, of a few things. It's symbolic of the fact that brick and mortar stores are still suffering, that people like to look at, you know, people still point to the pandemic and say, well, all these shutdowns, businesses never recovered. Sure, that's part of it, but brick and mortar stores were suffering before that. And the Christmas tree shop kind of, might have skirted that because it's not the kind of store that you can get those things online. There, It's not like you can go online and say, well, I'm going to get this thing that's at the Christmas tree shop. You have to actually go in there and see what they have. Then you might go in there and say, well, that's 12 bucks. I can probably get it for half of that on Amazon. That might be a different story. But it was really a go in there and wander around and see what you wanted to buy kind of store. And what's hurting us more is that people don't have disposable income anymore to do that. That people don't, they when they go out and they spend 200 bucks at the grocery store for a week's worth of groceries, they don't feel like they could also walk into the Christmas tree shop and aimlessly walk around and drop 80 bucks. I think that's hurting it more than anything. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey,
3: Kim. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, thanks. Um, yeah, first time calling your program. Well, thank you. Um I listen to you in the morning. You know, the uh, Christmas tree shop situation um, is more than, uh, you know, there's a reason why I guess you could say women, mostly women, are upset about it. But, you know, what we're looking at here is, um, you know, the big value outlet in Dartmouth ended up closing, and I understand it was because the people decided to retire OK, they have things in that store that you really couldn't find anywhere either uh, when you needed it. But the Christmas tree shop, uh, like a lot of other places, what's happened that I've noticed, in my opinion, is that uh, they, they change hands or ownership or say the, you know, as far as uh, presidents or whatever that run the company, they new ones come in and now they decide. They're going to change something that's not broken. And with the Christmas tree shop, uh, I, I, I used to be not there all the time, but I would go there many, many times to look for certain things because you're right. Um, you know, they have things that you can't get online and that other places don't have. Um, especially the seasonal stuff. Um, we, I had already noticed along with a lot of other people that, um, Things in the quality were just not the same. Whoever the buyer was to have the inventory in that store mm-hmm. uh, changed drastically. Okay. But what happens now is all these places are closing. And really look at the big picture. Uh, women like myself who maybe I don't always go to the store to buy things. But, you know, during the day, if you're retired, you want to get out of the house. So, you know, you say, well, let me go to the Christmas tree shop. Let me go look around. Maybe I'll buy something. Maybe I won't. And now, you know, places like that close locally. Where do um, a lot of the seniors go during the day to spend some time? They don't because look around, a lot of things are closing up. The other thing is seniors, you know, a lot, a lot of the workers in that in those stores are worth seniors um, to make, you know, additional income that they need. So now you have all these stores closing down again, where are they going to get a job where they can make some, you know, extra money part time? They can't. And it's sad that things like Amazon and Walmart, you know, the way I'm looking at it, becomes the now only go to places to shop and um you know it's really a sad situation anyway um i'll get off the phone well I, I i do have a
2: question as as someone who was a regular christmas tree shop shopper yeah. um so there's i've seen some complaints from people who say that uh in recent years now in 2020 it was taken over by new owners A new corporation took it over, and and some people have said that that's the point that it went downhill. Other people have said it goes all the way back to the early 2000s, to 2003, when Bed, Bath & Beyond bought it, and then they started stocking the store with, like, Bed, Bath Beyond-type items, the kind of stuff you would see on the shelves there you were also seeing at the Christmas tree shop. When would you say that we saw a shift in the type of uh, merchandise that you were talking about that they they would carry there? Um,
3: I wouldn't say that far back with Bed, uh, Bath & Beyond, but um on... I wouldn't say in two twenty. Um, I think it was a couple of years, probably before the whole COVID, um, you know, situation. But you know, I don't know if you go to uh, J C Penney, but the same thing happened that happened, uh, I don't know if you remember, and I can't remember what year it was. J C Penny also changed ownership, and at one time, um, you would walk in there, and um, they had changed their inventory. Like from night to day, they would try. They had gotten rid of the good quality, mostly you know, good quality clothes, and they decided to stop selling, um, you know, uh, apparel that was junk. And for a year or two, they started complaining that, you know, they were almost bankrupt. And then somebody else came in and changed it around again, and basically put J.C. Penney back. Uh, to the way it was, or almost was, because it's not completely like it used to be. Um, and, you know, it, it takes a long time to get your loyal customer to come back, um, you know, to be loyal and go in and buy things when you have situations like that. And, you know, it, it, it's it's really sad because, you know, again, why why change something that's working? Um right. You know, so, but, you know, it, it's a really... Uh, we've gotten to a situation uh, today where pretty soon, you know, you can't go to, you know, a store or a retailer, whether big or small and buy anything. And, and, and what's the population? I understand there's a large population that does, you know, the Amazon online, um, you know, shopping. But I'm not one of those people because I'd like to see what I buy. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to order shoes online when I don't know if they fit me or not and I'm not going to be back and forth back and forth, you know, returning things. So right. Yeah,
2: they do they do give you like I know when you buy shoes on Amazon they give you like a a a window to return them if they don't fit, but you're right. That means you got to either have somebody come pick them up or bring them to the UPS store or something.
3: Right. So I I don't know, you know, I don't know what the answer is, but you know, it, it's pretty sad because like I said, um, you know, as a a retired senior, um, you know, I'd like to go out, even if it's just, you know, for a couple of hours, get out of the house and, and now, you know, everything closing down, like, you know, where do you go? So anyway, you have a good day, Tim. You as
2: well. Take care. And, uh, and we'll take some more calls on the Christmas tree shop potential or impending, I should say, really, uh, closure, because they're not going to find a buyer by Wednesday. And that you know, that caller made a point about J.C. JCPenney. I'm, I'm a JCPenney shopper. That's where I buy my clothes because I find, you know, I might get something else here or there. Uh, but I find that, um, for the most part, that's where I get the quality clothing. First of all, I can find stuff that fits me because as a larger person, a larger person weight wise, but not height wise, it's kind of hard to find, you know, clothes that fit. So, Although I am, you know, losing weight, I haven't got to the point yet where I can just walk into any store and and, and buy a a shirt off the shelf. So I'm still in the big and tall section, although I'm big and not tall. So, you know, the JCPenney has always had clothing that can accommodate me and I like it. It's, you know, simple, it's muted. It's not, you know, loud, brash stuff. I can get, you know, the darker colors that I prefer. I can get the styles that I prefer. I like to wear, you know, collared polo style shirts in the summertime. And I like to wear Henleys in the wintertime. That's what I like to wear. And so they have those there. They have ones that fit St. John's Bay. That's what I wear. Almost all my, you know, shirts, except for my T-shirts are St. John's Bay. And I buy my shorts there. I bought my Levi jeans there because I like to go when they buy one, get one free. Because I don't know if you're aware of this. A pair of Levi's cost $70 now. So I guess if I'm going to get, you know, buy one, get one free... Then I'm only paying 35 I feel a little bit better th- about that. But I've, I mean, I go on eBay and buy old people's old Levi jeans in order to find the styles that I want. I, I was literally buying jeans from the 90s so that I could have the style that I want. And JCPenney has something similar. So that's why I do all my clothes shopping there. But for that brief period, as the as, as the caller said, there was a couple of years where it just wasn't the same. And I said, why am I going here and paying this much money when I could go to Walmart and buy the same quality? But now, you know, thankfully, they've brought the quality back. They don't have as many deep discounted sales as they used to. But I, I still go in there and walk out of there with, uh, you know, shirts for four bucks. But that's also a lot of remembering to go there and visit every once in a while to see what's up. I just went in on Friday to the one in Dartmouth. They're they're redoing the store. And I went in because I was at the mall and I said, Since I'm here, let me go see, maybe there's something on clearance that I need to get for the fall, or you know, maybe they're already discounting summer clothes. But that's that's the way that I have to shop because I don't like the clothes or the clothes don't fit me in other places. So what would happen if J C Penny closed? I'd be screwed. we're going to take a break and be back in a few and welcome back in 508-996-0500 we'll get right back to your calls after the news uh but i also want to let you know as you're getting up and you're getting ready to head out for your day and if you've got the day off maybe you're thinking about going out and getting some breakfast well why not head over to just another phoenix restaurant one of my favorite places to go for breakfast because of the creativity that they put into all of their meals. Not only just the regular menu items, which always have a little bit of a twist, like their cheese rolls. I always say you can go anywhere and get a cheese roll or a linguisa cheese roll. But at just another Phoenix, you can get your cheese roll stuffed with any meat or vegetable that you want. They have great home fries there. They always have uh, everything that you'd expect to find on a breakfast menu. But what's even better about Just Another Phoenix is they have creative specials every day. They always have different things that you never thought of, things that you want to get out there and you want to try. So go on over there and ask. Say, hey, what's the specials today? And you're going to hear something that's going to blow your mind, I promise you. Things like, you know, strawberry French toast or Boston cream stuffed French toast, which is, of course, my all-time favorite, red velvet pancakes, mega roast beef omelets. In fact, let's see, what do they have for some of their specials this weekend? They had s'mores pancakes, meatloaf and cheddar omelet, spicy Portuguese omelet. They had, uh, what, what else, uh, blueberry coconut pancakes. And how about a ham, tomato, and spinach eggs benedict? Those are just some of the special ideas. Head on over to of the Phoenix on Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth. I guarantee you, you will find something that you will love. All right, let's go now into the newsroom with
4: Adam Bass. A new poll shows a slight majority of Americans agree with the Supreme Court decision to remove race as a factor in college admissions. The new ABC News Ipsos poll found 52% in favor of the decision, while 32% disapprove of the court's ruling. 13% were undecided. Pollsters say most white Americans believe that people of all racial backgrounds have an equal chance of being accepted by a college. Most black and Latino Americans believe that is not the case. Airports are being hit with more travel issues as a record number of Americans travel during the extended 4th of July weekend. FlightAware reports over 600 flights were canceled on Sunday. Today is starting off better with less than 100 cancellations and under 500 delays. A 14-year-old boy is hurt after a stray bullet went through the window frame of his home in Long Beach, California. The teen's older brother believes it was a random shooting.
1: We've been here for about 25 years of our life, and it's this has never happened in this neighborhood. Um, Maybe around in the area, a couple blocks away in the distance, but not in this particular area ever.
4: The boy was wounded at about 2.15 Sunday morning. He is hospitalized in stable condition. No one has been arrested in connection with the shooting. The Massachusetts Department of Environmental Converse... Conservation is investigating after a natural beaver dam in Berkshire County broke and flooded a town in eastern New York last week. The dam reportedly ruptured in the Pittsfield State Forest. A state of emergency was declared in New Lebanon with water as high as five feet gushing into the town. At least 20 homes sustained damage. No injuries have been reported. A San Diego hiker was saved by her iPhone. Bree Tennis has more.
5: Juana Reyes left her home in Rancho Bernardo to take a hike in the Angeles
2: National Forest with friends. All was going well until she lost her balance and fell. Hike over. Her friends all tried to get a signal out with their phones to summon help, but nothing. Then Reyes remembered her iPhone has a life-saving SOS feature. She used that, and rescue teams were able to locate her and send a helicopter in to airlift her out. She was transported to an area hospital with a broken ankle. The L.A. County Sheriff's search and rescue teams say that feature can be used to Communicate to emergency services if you're outside the area of cellular and Wi-Fi coverage. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio.
4: A man reported missing from Houston more than eight years ago as a teenager is alive and safe in North Texas. The Texas Center for the Missing announced on Saturday that Rudy Fares, the fourth, who is now twenty-five, is recovering in a hospital. Police haven't said how or where he was found or why he was in the hospital. Farias was 17 when he disappeared in March of 2015 while walking his dogs. The dogs came home without him. The Powerball jackpot is now over the half-billion-dollar mark. Trey Thomas has more.
5: It's time to play America's favorite jackpot game. This is Powerball. Good
0: evening. Lottery officials say no one picked all six numbers in Saturday's drawing. That means Monday night's jackpot in the multi-state lottery game will be worth $522 million. As for Tuesday's Mega Millions jackpot, that's worth $400 million. I'm Trey Thomas.
4: And a New York City pizza joint is named the best in the nation and one in New Jersey has been voted second best. Italian-based ranker, 50, top pizza, ranked Una Pizzeria Napoletana on the Lower East Side of Manhattan as the best pizza in America for the second straight year. Coming in second place, Raza Pizza in Jersey City, New Jersey. In sports, the Red Sox head home after a 5-4 win against the Toronto Blue Jays last night. They play the the Texas Rangers tomorrow at 1.35 p.m. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. Well, the Storm Prediction
3: Center has us in a marginal risk category today for some heavy thunderstorms to approach the area in the afternoon. Expect some heavy downpours to be moving along with these storms as they approach the area. High of 81 today. Overnight tonight, humid and partly cloudy. 68 and for our July 4th. We do have a chance of some afternoon and evening thunderstorms reaching a high of 79. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM.
4: It is currently 70 degrees right now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app.
1: Want to be heard on the radio, but can't stay on the phone? Open up the App and hit open line to record a voicemail message for us to play on the air. Now, back to the South Coast's most interactive talk station,
0: WBSM.
2: And we had some wet weather over the course of the weekend, so we've got some more. Today, you might be thinking to yourself, man, i got to get this roof replaced. And you're probably not thinking roofs when you think of Precision Window and Kitchen because, you know, window and kitchen is in their name. But they are some of the best around at putting a new roof on your home. So give them a call if you think that you need a new roof or visit their website, precisionwindowandkitchen.com and have them give you a free estimate. They will tell you exactly what needs to be done, what they can do to make it better, and also how they can give you the best protection for the best price. And, of course, you can also have them take care of your windows. They can replace everything from every window in your home to one pane of glass in a window in your home they can even do screens if you want to have your windows open and not have to run the air conditioning all summer they can repair those busted screens they'll actually come to your home take the screens out bring them to the shop fix them bring them back and put them back in so that you don't have to risk damaging them damaging them again as you try to put them in yourself and of course they can do full kitchen and bath remodels they can put vinyl siding on the side of your home so much more but if you are thinking that there's a problem with your roof don't mess around call Precision Window and Kitchen now. You can visit them on their showroom at 1111 at Cushon Avenue in New Bedford, or the easiest thing is just to go to precision and, wind, and get all the information that you need right there. All right, let's go back to the phones. Uh, 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM.
6: Hi, Tim. Good morning. It's Good morning. Cameron. How are you? How are you? All right. Good. I, I thought I'd give a um, report on... Uh... How uh, we've been doing, and just to uh, announce that we'll be, uh, this is for the pension signing, uh, limiting terms, city councils can serve in New Bedford um, at Stop and chop today on King's Highway from 2 to 6. Rain or shine. And um, we've got, we have gotten almost a quarter of the required number.
2: Wow. Wow, yep. that's really good. for a, 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 You're basically a week
6: into this. Uh, week and a half, I'd say now, but yeah, but yeah, uh, it's going well. Uh, people want this question on the ballot,
2: and and when you're talking with people, that's what they're saying. They're saying that you know it's about time this happened. Or yes, or, or, yes. or, or are you getting people that are saying you know I don't know how I feel about it, but I think that people should have their voice heard one way or the other.
6: Uh, more often than not, it's yes, it's about time.
2: Mm. Well, I find that very interesting, and I think um, so. I mean, if you if you had to guess, if you get the the you know based on what you're hearing, it sounds like if this gets on the ballot, people will support it overall. You know, and it probably would pass.
6: I think so. I think so. It, it seems so. Uh, you know, I'm not a statistician, but uh, but you know. Getting almost a quarter in a week and a half is is good. It's very good. I mean, it was a you know a holiday weekend. A lot of people were at the grocery store at market basket, but uh, still, um, you know, I think it's a it's a very positive sign in getting this question not only on the ballot but getting it passed. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Just wanted to uh, pass the word in there and uh, wish you a happy 4th in case I don't talk to you tomorrow morning.
2: And to you as well. You won't talk to me tomorrow. I'm going to be off. So
6: Oh, well, good for you. We're all and we're all
2: off tomorrow. We'll have syndicated programming for you.
6: Oh, okay. Very good. Everybody should have that day off. Thanks, Tim.
2: All right. You have a good day.
6: You too. Bye.
2: 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM.
6: Good morning,
5: Tim. How are you? I'm good. I know you sound good. Well, thank you. <laughs> so I got a few things for you. Sure. Okay, so this Ken that was on your show, um, I know I'm too old for him, but out of curiosity, you know, I wanted to see, geez, how do you make your web? How did he do this? So I wanted to look at it and see what it looked like. So I went on to his app, and then um, when I got done, it, you know, it has a questionnaire on it. Of whoever's interested in him, mm-hmm. and then once I did that, um, it popped up. You are archived into Ken, and I thought, how can I be archived? I didn't enter anything. So then I hit that, and it goes to a YouTube video he has, and it's him briefly talking about himself, like like I think thirty seconds, you know. If you're interested, and then it says, give me your email, give me this, give me that. And then I go further down. I, I don't answer any of that, obviously. I wouldn't anyways to anybody's homemade website. And um, so then it goes to how to make money, how to date and make money. And it's his picture to the right of it. And it says India. There's a lot of apps. as Ken um, Chimes, something or other. I mean, there's like three things. Now, I I know, like, okay, maybe there's more than one Ken type of .com. No, but this his app leads you to YouTube. YouTube leads you to that. So I kept looking at it, and I thought, I'll be damned. So I don't know if you're extended that right info. I mean, I don't know if you want that on your show. Well, so
2: I went through his website, and so what it says is, you know, when you take the survey, it says, you know he's not putting you on any marketing lists. He's not sending you any spam or anything like that. And as somebody who's in the IT world, you know I'm sure he's very, um, very cognizant yes. of that. So oh, when, cool. when, when, when I looked at the website, it looked like you just send it all in to him. And so I'm wondering if maybe you know you didn't pick up something else, or or it didn't direct well, you to somewhere else. The,
5: ken, the YouTube, no, because when I did that, ken. dot uh, com, it, and then it took me from that after googling that. And he has two things listed there, by the way, on, on Google. And then, um, so I hit the first one. And like I said, after I got done reading it, didn't enter anything, then it says you've been archived. So then I hit that. Why am I being archived? I hit that. And then there he is on YouTube. And it's, like I said, about 30 seconds of him. Um, so he's on YouTube, let com, And, um, and then um, that's when when um, it asks for your you know information like you know your email address, Facebook, everything. And and um, I, I, so. think,
2: I think I think you might be on the wrong site or something because I just went oh. to it and I just ty- I just typed in a bunch of tests. So Ken, if you get a bunch of tests, that was me. But I just put in test for the answers to all the questions and submitted it, and all I got was a, a screen that says, "Thanks, I got your message." That's it. No, yeah, no no other YouTube no. links, no nothing, so I think you might have ended up in a in a in a in in something else.
5: No, I know what I saw I'll show you I'll show you I'll show you. I'll come down after the holiday and I'll show you exactly what I did and how it then it popped him up on YouTube and then from YouTube not answering those questions, um then all of a sudden it goes to like these other so, Ken things like it said the other Ken things might not be him, but if one of them does have his picture. How did date make money so I, no, I'll so, show you. so what I'll happened is what happened
2: is you you when you clicked on the video, YouTube was suggesting other videos
5: no, it was him, his voice it was him i i I don't know i'm I'm looking at his
2: yeah.
5: uh I'll show you, I'll show you, but it's no worries, it's no worries. I'm just you know I' want to give you a heads up. I will show you um
2: the only video on his account is the one that's the introduction video on his on his on mm-mm. his uh dating page
5: mm. I, no.
2: I mean, I'm looking at it right here.
5: I'm, I'm telling you what I'm seeing right here. Okay, I'll show you, Kim. I told you, no worries. I will show you after the holidays. All right, well,
2: you know, you're really hurting your chances for a date with Ken by complaining about I his website. Out,
5: I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, I wanted to talk about the, um, closing of Christmas tree shop. You know, I did overnights there, and, um, and I used to work for HomeGoods. And um, everything that Christmas Tree Shop has basically is almost the same as Home Goods. So if everybody's like worried, like that woman, I felt bad. She said, Where are we going to go to shop just to, you know, whether we're going to spend money or not? Um, home Goods and Wareham, they got the same type of merchandise. So doesn't Marshall's and TJ Maxx mm-hmm. because Home Goods owns both those stores. So whatever you thought, and like I say, everything that's in TJ Maxx, Marshall's, and Home Goods is basically the same thing. That the christmas tree shop was purchasing from buyers so um that, that i thought would you know hopefully make that woman that called in earlier today a little happier to know that
2: yeah you can still get those somewhere you know where you can still actually go in and peruse physically and pick the items up and check them out
5: yeah they got great they got great um you know like seasonal decor and everything home goods yeah i mean and and then like CJ Max, I know it's like clothes and Marshalls, but they also have a section where it's you know stuff. But um, Home Goods for sure has um, all the stuff that I think she would find there that she would have found in the Christmas tree shop.
2: All right, well, we will make sure she gets over there to check it out.
5: Yeah, and so um, good. It's she's only a quarter away from all her signings, Catherine.
2: Yep, she said they got a quarter of all the all the so they need over like thirty one hundred, I think it is. So they're they're getting there.
5: So she needs thirty one hundred more
2: thirty one hundred total, so she's oh, so if she's, 3, yeah. total. So
5: yeah, if she's a good, quarter there
2: she's at i don't know, I can't do that math
5: no, I know me neither i I was like saying a quarter of what, and how far did she get? yep, so they're at yeah. a quarter of
2: thirty one hundred or so thirty one hundred and something, so yeah, doing well
5: cool. All right. yeah I know. hey, good going with your cleaning.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you. I got a lot more to do, but that's what happens when you wait until you have a day off to do it and just do spot cleaning here and there. So, all right. Well, oh,
7: no. <laughs> I, get,
2: uh, I get the lines lit up. You you kicked off okay. some discussion here. So, thank you for the call. You have a good weekend. Well, uh, well good good holiday. Well,
5: you have the best day ever.
2: Thank you so much. You as well. Take
5: care. Well,
2: bye-bye. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM.
5: Good morning,
8: Tim. How are you? Oh, I left my cell phone out yesterday and on the table and it rained on it, so. Oh, no. does, does that mean it's, it's, it's all done or what?
2: So, what, what, what happened? Is it, is it working? Is it turning on for you or?
8: No, right now, um it was, it got so, so hot, I got afraid that it was gonna start on fire. I never, it never got hot like that before and it was like burning up on my, in, on my hand, like it's the front of it, the screen that was facing the rain. Mhm. So on, and it downpoured yesterday, and that's when it really got soaked. The
2: downpour came, and I forgot about it. What I would recommend is uh, taking a a big bowl of uh, dry rice, you know, uncooked rice, and then sink your cell phone into that bowl of rice, and that will actually help dry out some of the moisture that's in the phone. But
8: it's probably going to be no good now. Not
2: necessarily because the the screens have a – they're kind of waterproof now, a lot of the phones. The problem is water would get into the charging port. So you need to like put put it in the rice that'll hopefully suck out some of the water from the charging port, so so that you'll be able to actually put in a charger and get it to take a charge.
8: I've a blow dryer.
2: I would not do that. No, that'll melt the internal components. Even even if you use a you know you don't turn the heat up all the way, uh, it, you might knock something loose because the you know the wiring and those are very small and intricate, so you might cause a little damage. I would say try the rice thing, and if that if it doesn't turn back on and work for you, you'll probably have to bring it down and put in a, an insurance claim for it.
8: But listen can you the, th- can you keep the sim card because of my pictures or is that ruined
2: no if if you had everything saved to the sim they sh- and even if it's not, they should be able to pull it off you know the brain the brain of it should be okay. it's just that the um you know the components that make it work are what got wet.
8: Let me ask you one other question because I'm not real smart with uh like you are with technology um why did it get so hot like that
2: uh why did it get hot? Maybe yeah. from being out in in warm weather, I don't know, or maybe maybe you caused the short circuit with things getting wet.
8: Oh, anyways, uh, let me talk. Can I say something about the Christmas tree shop? Sure can. Um, I liked it, but I I mean I I always ended up when I went there, ending up spending more money than I intended to, like fifty to a hundred dollars, and then they started sending that coupon in the mail before online. They'd say ten dollars off of fifty. And in and, and the papers, like the flyers,
7: mm-hmm.
8: and um, I used to go in, like I said, and then you end up with a lot, a lot of um, this and a lot of that, a lot of jazz, like knick-knacky stuff. And, um, but there were some good things in there, but then I noticed the shower curtain got very cheap, like it ch- changed the, the plastic, got very thin and cheap, the, like the woman was saying, the um, quality
0: wasn't there anymore.
8: Um, And like like you said, I don't know what they're going to do with all these empty stores. It's awful, isn't it? And not only that, you know, Amazon, he's just getting richer and richer, and people do it. They like it.
2: It's easy. It's convenient. Um, It's cheap. You know, I, I use Amazon to get a lot of things, but I also like to go into stores, too. You know, I think you can find a nice balance of both.
8: Well, I think they need to do flea markets and open up a thrift store, a real nice thrift store. That should come back because, but I, I don't think it will in the end because Amazon's he's got it he's got it licked. But see, I don't I don't shop online.
2: Now nah, thrift stores will always be around. I mean, there's still quite a bit around. New ones open up. I think people like that idea. They like they, they never underestimate bargain hunting.
8: Remember the one that down in Wareham that's Salvation Army. That was a nice one.
2: I, I like the one in Mattapoisett even better.
8: The Salvation Army. Yeah. Where is that
2: one? Where the where the 711 is now used to be the Salvation Army and ba- that's back in the days when people donated to the Salvation Army and that same thrift store would put those items out so I would always go there because I knew that they were going to have, you know, high quality items pulling from Mataponit. So it's, it's
8: still there
2: now? Nope, and now it's a 711. It closed down a long time ago.
8: Oh, well, so that's what I mean. Like I was saying we need to go back to doing flea markets and all that cuz you know, Savers is knocking Knocking everybody out, too, for that. Everybody goes to Savers. Everybody goes to Savers. And people just dump their stuff off there.
2: Yeah, and the, the prices... Savers
8: is very wealthy. They say they donate to the communities, and if you look into that, they really don't. Some of the prices
2: off. there don't impress me either, you know? I don't want to pay 10 bucks for a shirt at a thrift store.
8: I think it stinks in there, to be honest with you. Everything's smelly. I don't even like it. The only thing I ever really bought in there was some um, um, jewelry.
2: That's that's because you went in right after I was there and I was in the changing yeah, well, room.
8: No, but Timber, but listen. I see people though out, and I say to oh, a girl, "What a cute park book that is! Where'd you get that?" Oh, Savers, another one. Where'd you get that? They say Savers, but you, that place too. You have to go in every day and just look and look.
7: Pretty much, I don't have yeah.
8: Time for that. And another thing is, it, when you're in there, you're looking, but usually some people can't just look. They're buying this, buying that. So I stay out anyway because I have enough. I don't need any more, really.
2: Well, that's a that's a nice way to look at things. i got to hold you there, Shawnee, just because I get some other calls. Thank you. you have, have a, a good day. You have a good holiday. And uh, 508-996-0500, good morning. You're next on WBSM.
1: What are you going to do, brother, on the 4th of July weekend? I'm going to say my prayers. I'm going to eat my vitamins. I'm
2: going to, you know, work out with all my Hulkamaniacs.
1: Yeah, go to Sabres and go run it wild.
2: (laughs) Someday I'll do the whole uh, promo that he once did with the Yappapai Indian strap match. That was one of my favorite Hulk Hogan (laughs) promos of all time.
1: (laughs) I can feel the blood of the Yappapai Indians running through me, brother. Hey, Tim, uh, me too. Uh, Did you get a chance to watch uh, Money in the Bank in London? I did, yeah. Oh, man, that crowd was absolutely insane,
2: huh? Yeah, what do you think about a possible WrestleMania in London? Would you be for that?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I John think so. John Cena came out, it was, it was pretty good. But you know what, Tim? I watched, I watched the WrestleMania I was five years old. The storyline between the Usos and the bloodline are probably one of the better stories in wrestling in a long time. Well I mean, done, absolutely. Well done, absolutely. The Usos brothers, Jay and Jimmy, Oh man, the face expressions and
2: the and, way um, the way that Jay sold that when, when they when he turned on Roman two when he's like you're out and I'm out too that was just perfectly
1: executed. Oh, that was like that was if anybody's in wrestling and they're looking about storylines and how to just watch the U Brothers with the uh, with Roman Reigns and the thing about Roman Reigns got pinned for the first time in three years. That was big.
2: Yeah, and uh, and and to have it be his own cousin, the guy who three years ago was his right hand man back then. So, yeah, it worked out really well. All right, well, I'm going to hold you there just because I got to squeeze in another call. But thank you for the call, and sure, have a good one. Let's uh, let's take one more call here before I got to take my final break. You're next on WBSM.
7: Oh, good morning, Tim. How are you? Uh, talking about closing stores. Uh, there's one up out in Say Haven where Walmart's is. I think it's Ellie's. It's a little uh store there, a clothing store. which one, which one? Ellie's.
2: Oh I oh I I don't think I know that one.
7: You know, um as you're going out of uh like uh, as you're going out of uh Walmart's, there's uh it's right on the corner of it. Oh oh yeah. Ab- yeah. Evelyn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. They're
2: going out of business. Yeah.
7: Yes. Yeah. I, 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 I felt kind of bad for that.
2: Too. I went into a couple of those. Yeah, they weren't they weren't looking too good. Uh, no, I mean, they 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 still had a lot of stuff. I mean, they're, if they're trying to if they're trying to get everything out of the store, they're they they need uh, they're going to need a little more time.
7: And they had some nice clothing in there and good prices, but nobody ever seemed to go over there.
2: Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, I I never really went in there unless I was looking for sneakers. And there was a lot of good stuff in there that I I never thought about. And I only went there when they still had the Nike contract. Now that Nike pulled out of all those stores, I I probably haven't been in a Netherlands in a while.
7: Uh But, I mean, you know, I felt bad because I was out there this week and I seen the sign up. And I said, oh, my goodness, you know.
6: Yeah.
7: Oh, Mm -hmm. well,
2: you do. I mean, I guess the good thing is we can at least grab the deals while we can. You know, yeah. I guess there's, there, has, there has to be an upside. At least we're the ones making out a little bit here as they're liquidating these stores.
7: Yeah, and, and as far as J.C. Penney's, I love them. They're good.
2: Yep, that's my favorite, my favorite store yeah, to go buy me clothes.
7: Too.
2: <laughs> All right, well, thank you for the call.
7: All right. You yeah. have a good holiday.
2: Thank you. Bye-bye. And i got to take my final break. We'll be back in a few moments. And we are just about out of time this morning, but I want to thank everybody that called in and took part in the show this morning. Marcus and Chris have their big 4th of July spectacular ready for you. They're going to be coming on in just a few moments. Then after that, we'll have Bill O'Reilly. Then Brian Thomas is in for Barry Richard today. We'll have Howie Carr. And then after Howie Carr, we will have... More Howie Car. We've got the best of Howie Car all this week in place of South Coast tonight, as Jessica Machado is taking a vacation. Jack Spillane is on vacation, so we were kind of low on uh, on different people that could come in at night. So we said well will just run Howie Car all this week. So you will get to hear Howie Car this week at night, and Jessica will be back with you next week. Uh, but I will be back with you Wednesday. We are off tomorrow for the holiday, and Wednesday is that's do or die day for the Christmas tree shop. If they don't get a new buyer, if somebody doesn't buy that company, by the end of business on Wednesday, they're going to be forced to liquidate and start closing the stores. So any of you out there who are billionaires that have a fondness for the Christmas tree shop, that want to want to waste some money on something that's probably not going to turn a profit, that you're probably not going to be able to save from bankruptcy,
0: I mean, you could, you know, for the nostalgia. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.